Welcome back to the Cosmic Crow. I'm Amini, and I'm here with Kelly. Today we are celebrating the summer solstice, also known as Lizzo's, um, Midsummer, Gathering Day, St. John's Day, St. John's Eve, etc., etc. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, Kelly. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm, I'm lovely. I'm, I'm getting ready to uh, feel all of this fabulous sun energy <laughs> as if I'm not already because it's so freaking hot down here <laughs> but uh, yeah Lissa is uh, well I usually celebrate it on the 21st but it goes from like the 20th to the 23rd depending on the earth's position you know and uh, it, it's different from year to year but I usually I generally do the 21st unless um, I find that it is precisely at another time. Today is the 18th, so we wanted to go ahead and talk about this. And uh, so everybody can be, whoever is going to celebrate Litha, can be prepared to do so. Litha is the midsummer solstice when the sun is at its peak, meaning it is literally at its highest point. And so for many, Lissa, as uh, a lot of other Sabbaths, has a focus on sun worship and works of light bearing. I read this really interesting quote by Pliny the Elder, who was a Roman author and philosopher and naturalist. And he said, he furnishes the world with light and removes darkness. He obscures and he illuminates the rest of the stars. He regulates in accord with nature's precedent the changes of the seasons and the continuous rebirth of the year. He dissipates the gloom of heaven and even calms the storm clouds of the mind of man. And through this quote, I can see both the truth of sun worship and its purpose as well as how it may have turned into the idolizing of a particular male entity as the giver and creator. Uh, so within Litha and Yule especially, I see a lot of common ground between pagan traditions and those which emphasize sun worship, namely Christianity. But, of course, there's one very important aspect that we can also focus on at, the, at this time, of sun worship, and that is of the pregnant mother who is readying herself to give birth to the fruits and grains of the land that nourish us, and uh, the father who beams his light upon her to ensure uh, her bounty. So the word solstice actually comes from uh, the Latin sol, meaning sun, and uh, sistera, which means to stand still. So solstice literally means that the sun is standing still, or it at least appears to be standing still, because the degrees at which it's moving is so hard to um, perceive. But so this time of Litha, we celebrate the life-giving force of the sun god and all of the bounty that is present on the earth. I think it would be a good, a good, appropriate thing to say right now. Some um, solar deities that could be incorporated into your solar celebrations. 
there's a there's a few that I have found. You actually mentioned one. <laughs> I don't I don't know if you meant to or not, but uh, in Norse, Sol is a goddess, a solar goddess. There are there are quite a few um, solar deities that uh, some of them have become really popular lately, like Ra. There's also Helios, which is a personal favorite one out of mine. Um, he's particularly fond of chickens, which as I am. Uh, <laughs> uh, Helios. Um, then there's um, Mithra, the Roman sun god. Um, I want to also mention uh, Juno is also very popular in the summer solstice because um, she's obviously she's the month of June comes from Juno. Um, she's the goddess of childbirth, which is an important aspect and sometimes forgotten aspect of the solar holiday. Um, we, we often focus on the sun and forget the earth at this time. Um, and Juno is the goddess of childbirth, and you know the which also is brings forth you know the the mother goddess and her aspect of, of giving birth to right Jesus and, and whatnot. <laughs> um, and then uh, another popular one for this time of year is Vesta. Uh, she's the goddess of marriage, which is where the bounty comes from, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The union of male and female is where uh-huh. the bounty comes from. So, um, Vesta is also very popular. So. Yeah, and we celebrated uh, that marriage at Beltane, and and now for Lissa, we have uh, the pregnant mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I like that. I like that you mentioned Juno because I didn't even think about that and uh, where the the name of the month comes from. <laughs> I totally <laughs> forgot about that. That's that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I also put Amaterasu on here, who is also a solar deity. Yeah, I didn't really write anything on that, though. Let's see. Correspondences for Lissa, uh, some of the herbs that are pretty common for this time are mugwort, uh, rose, rue, St. John's wort, vervain, wormwood, wisteria, laurel, lavender, and I like to use the silver wormwood that grows in my yard, which most people call uh, Louisiana sage. And and I like it because it's free and effective, you know, but most people won't recognize that. You have to go and look it up and see what it looks like because it, it just, it, you know, it looks like a weed. <laughs> but uh, it, was, it was used, uh, especially in this area, used by the Native, Native American tribes that were here uh, for for ritual as um, in the same ways that sage is used, you know, and so I like it a lot. Um, my colors for Lissa are probably pretty typical, you know, they're white, red, yellow, green, and orange. Uh, stones that are associated with Lissa include any and all green stones especially jade and emerald. And some of the stones, uh, like tiger's eye, uh, lapis lazuli, and uh, agate, fluorite, and moonstone. 
Um, I did add in here something that wasn't in there when I sent to you. It is the the symbol for Lissa, which would be um, the the sun, oak, birch, and uh, fir branches, sunflowers, lilies, um, a maize and yellow or gold flowers, love amulets, seashells, summer fruits and flowers, feathers, uh, feather and flower door wreaths, sun wheels, fire circles, um, circles of stone, sundials, swords, you know, the witch's ladder. <laughs> uh, and so those are, those are some of the symbols for Lisa that I have found um, that are pretty uh, popular for other people. Yeah. Um, I also found a lot of um, uh, references to light and dark and op- symbols with, that represent opposites. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Day and night and uh, various other things. So, yeah. <laughs> well, in the past, Lisa was traditionally a time for hand fasting and feasts. Um, collecting herbs for medicinal and magical use. And it was particularly common to collect plants and herbs at midnight of Midsummer's Eve or at noon on Midsummer's Day for charms and magical use. One of the more popular reasons for collecting herbs at midnight on the night before Litha was to protect the home from fires and also from bothersome fairy folk. <laughs> and uh, the and another great tradition in the old days was to light a wheel on fire and roll it down the hill. I think they called them uh, Catherine wheels. And if the fire went out, it meant they would have a bad harvest. Uh, but if it stayed lit until it stopped, then the year would be full of abundance. Uh, the fires of Litho were thought to be particularly powerful, and the ashes and dead coals from the fire were used in protection charms, and uh, people would also mix the ashes with seeds and then spread them over their fields to protect the harvest. So I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, there are another couple historical traditions that I can also think of. Um, uh, uh, a really interesting one that actually is is associated with the time of year, not specifically with the day, but is, it is um, Vestalia. Mm-hmm. Um, I find that one particularly interesting in Vestalia. <laughs> um, is the was the guardian of virgins. Um, she was honored for blessings for the home and, and whatnot. And I found the festival very interesting because it lasted like a week or something like that. And oh. like thirty, there would be like thirty virgins who had all pledged to be virgins for thirty years. Wow. I did not know that. 
Yeah, no, they were known as, as the Vesta Virgins for the oh. yeah, Vestal Virgins, Vestal Virgins. I've wow. always thought that was a particularly interesting festival. That is very interesting. <laughs> you know, they, that's like one of the few groups um, that were all women. <laughs> wow. When it came to worshiping the, the deities at that time. Right. All women. Anyway. Um, uh, another solar tradition that I am really fond of uh, for the, is the native peoples, the aboriginal peoples, they, they have these solar dances, these or sun dances that are fabulous to watch and be a part of. Uh, yeah. I would love to see uh, one of those. Yeah, right? Um, I, I I never actually get to be a part of one in you know in person, but I have seen a lot of videos. I I very fascinated by Native American and Aboriginal, uh, various different Indigenous peoples uh, traditions. <laughs> uh, uh, I think it would be so amazing just to be uh, to be there and feel that energy, you know, because, right? yeah, I would love that. It would be awesome. It would be the, all <laughs> the ancient traditions that have been around for so very long, it seems just like more intense. There's just a depth to them, you know. Yeah. Like ceremonies and rites that have been performed for centuries, just, there's a, a depth of history and memory to them. Yes. Absolutely. Potent and special. That's why it's so interesting to learn about because we don't, uh, you know, today, uh, it, where we are, we don't, we're not exposed to those kinds of traditions, and right. so that's why it's so interesting to learn about. I think. Yeah. I do also really love the battle of the Oak King and the Holly King, and uh, it symbolizes the sun's rise and fall through the year. It's a fantastic story to share with my son. And during Lissa, as the Oak King aspect of the sun is in his prime, soon he will begin to fall and the Holly King will defeat him and reign over the cold, darker months of the year. Then at Yule, they will battle again and the Oak King will prevail, ushering in the warmth as the sun begins to rise back to its highest point at the next solstice. And so uh, a couple years ago, I made an Oak and Holly King puppet for Cade, <laughs> and uh, for Yule, and uh, I really, I, I forget that the story isn't just for Yule, it's around Yule time that I think about it, but I forget that it isn't just a Yule story, you know, and uh, it, it, it's a story that spans the whole year with two major battles being the summer sauces and the winter sauces, but it's something fun for kids. You know, and, and it gives them a way to, to put a context to and connect the importance of the cycles of the sun and what that means for us, you know? Yes. I agree. I, I am particularly fond of the, that story also. <laughs> and um, some other ways that we can celebrate the 
solar cycle. And this time I'm here with whatnot. Um, I just want to throw that out here, especially since I had a huge lever, that it is called the honey moon. Uh, because honey flow is pretty good at this time of year. Mm-hmm. So a very popular beverage to serve at your feast this time of year that you need is a, a fermented honey beverage. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm hoping once I get my honeybees installed and start getting honey that I will be able to make the mead. That would be awesome. Wouldn't it? I've never... I, I can't really drink alcoholic beverages or anything like that, but I'm hoping maybe I might be able to. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. But also, I think you mentioned this a little while ago, and I think it's a really fun way to celebrate the youth uh, of children. Um, is to build a sundial. Yeah. Yeah, a sundial would be awesome. Mm-hmm. And that is something that you could make a year-long project with the children. Right. Uh, you could build it and then mark the solstice on there. With you could even build yourself a little tiny stone hint. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Stone hint style <laughs> and mark each of the the solar the holidays, the progression of the sun. Uh, I think that would be a really fun project to start on Linda. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> we also uh, we also make uh, sun wheels with like the little colorful pipe cleaners and stuff. We'll make sun wheels and and hang them up everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and we like yeah. doing that. You can um, make those little dot eyes. Those popular kinds of beer with that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, those I usually are fun. use a couple of sticks, uh, a couple of sticks with the, uh, you know, brightly colored orange, yellow, red yarn. Yeah. Or, I was thinking it would probably be a good idea to uh, talk about what kind of spell work is appropriate for uh, the the summer solstice. And I know that I mentioned collecting herbs and things for at, at midnight on the eve for protection of the home. But a lot of um, the spell work that's going to be appropriate for Lissa is going to be especially things of healing and uh, love magic and obviously protection for the family, for the home, you know, from weather, from fire, from uh, whatever might happen, and also protecting your, your food source. Because, you know, today it's not always harvest for us, for everybody. I know it is for you right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, bounty, I think. Yes. You for, could just classify all of it together as bounty. Right. But, and yeah. uh, I'm working on protecting that uh, source of, of, you know, nourishment or, or food or whatever, however you get it. Uh, but also purification and energy work is going to be good at this time. And uh, and Lissa falls just after the full moon. So I feel like from the full moon to 
the end of the summer solstice is going to be a great time to work on all of these things. Um, yeah. Also, bringing, bringing the darkness into the light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, doing some purification and energy work and working on um, those kinds of spiritual uh, endeavors. <laughs> and also fairy magic. Uh, Lissa is a good time for uh, protecting yourself from meddling fairies because some of them do. They do that. They meddle in your affairs and things. And um, also for connecting with the fairy folk and uh, making, making connections and possibly making a friend. And working with them, you know, and so Lisa is a good time for those kinds of magical work. Wonderful. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I, I haven't really decided how we are going to celebrate this year, how I'm going to celebrate with my son, but we'll probably just do it because it's so freaking hot. <laughs> it's so <laughs> hot, you know, so we'll probably do like some crafting or something during the day. We'll make our, our sun wheels and uh, probably try to do a sundial. And then we'll wait till night. I'll wait till night to do the fiery stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Uh, no. Wonderful. I think, uh, I think this will be a fun year to celebrate. I, <laughs> I have been kind of out of practice celebrating all my my regular holidays and whatnot. So, yeah. well, I mean, life gets in the way. You know, after I had Cade, I was not able to celebrate for several years. For at least three, I didn't get to at all. You know, yeah. and, and and then I I finally, I mean, you know, things were difficult. He he. He had issues, and so I had to focus on nothing but that. And when I, I, I finally decided, okay, I have to find a way to do these things, you know, even if it's just lighting a candle and observing the day, you know, <laughs> there yeah. has to be a way to make a connection during that time. And, uh, I mean, life is difficult for a lot of people, we're all so busy. There's so much to think about and so much to do. And um, we, you know, sometimes it doesn't seem that important. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. And then and then all of a sudden it's just really important. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy to be back into the practices recognizing the the progression of the year and the progression of the sun and mm-hmm. the cycles of the moon and how they relate to me and my life. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Life is so full of cycles, so full of them. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm constantly being made re-aware of these cycles. <laughs> But anyway, I hope everybody has a wonderful summer solstice. Me too. I hope it is just full of magic and light and 
joy. <laughs> right. 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 Um, I have no idea what we're talking about next week. I don't either. I could never remember. I remember saying to you, ooh, that's a really good idea. We should totally do that. But I, I don't remember what it was. I cannot remember what it was. I'm so sorry I didn't write it down. All right, so next week we'll talk about whatever we talk about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're not really sure, but either way, it's going to be magical. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome, and we're going to talk about some important stuff, I promise. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Oh, man. All right. Happy holidays, everyone. Bye. Bye.